Hi, everyone. This is Brian K. Wright. You're about to hear Success Profiles Radio. I just want to take a moment before the show to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the upcoming show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rates. Now let's start the show. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello, and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things that I've been learning and thinking about lately. I typically do this every week. But before I forget, this podcast episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. That's B-R-I-A-N. So lately, I've been thinking about the idea of asking for what you want. One of the reasons for this is because I've been listening to an audio for the book called The Aladdin Factor by Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield. It's about this exact topic, the power of asking for what you want. It may seem simple, but the truth is that a lot of people don't ask for what they want because they may have self-limiting beliefs around whether or not people want to help them or even that we don't feel like we deserve the help that we want. We won't reach our highest levels of success without the cooperation of others, and that frequently involves asking. Ask yourself today what you want to accomplish and who you need to help you. Then ask, be specific, and ask someone who is actually capable of granting your request. You will be so glad you did. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my very special guest. His name is Brandon T. Adams, and this is his fifth time on Success Profiles Radio, by far the most frequent guest I've ever had, but it's been a couple years, so I'm excited to bring him back. Brandon Adams is an Emmy Award-winning producer. He's also a podcaster, speaker, inventor, advisor, crowdfunding expert and media expert. He's a serial entrepreneur. He owns a stake in a number of businesses, including Accelerant Media Group, Live to Grind, Young Entrepreneur Convention, Success in Your City, and a lot more. He's also the co-host and executive producer of Success in Your City, which is a TV series, which will be debuting very shortly. And that is a show on a mission to redefine the meaning of success. He's also the associate producer and youngest featured entrepreneur in the movie Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, which is based on Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. In addition to his TV and film work, he also also the host of the influential business podcast, Live to Grind. He travels around the country speaking to audiences and hosting his own success masterminds, which helps entrepreneurs build and clarify their brand. So here we are with my very special guest, Brandon Adams. Brandon, how are you today? I'm doing amazing. You are the best at introducing people, Brian. It's I can't believe it's been five times. I mean, time flies. Where does it go, man? I don't know. The first time you were on was... 2015. And for those who didn't hear that episode, let's go back in time just a little bit and talk about your backstory. Your family owned an ice company, didn't it? Yes. Yes. I grew up in the ice business. My dad in 1987 or 86, he got in the ice business selling packaged ice. Now, so people know it's, it's cubed ice. Like you see, and I think in Arizona, they have ready ice. There's Arctic glacier ice, 
So yep. my dad was a distributor of, uh, uh, at that time, it was a different company, but it became Arctic Glacier Ice. And so my whole life growing up, I grew up in that business. And so I got to see what it's like to do run a, a business, a brick and mortar business. And it was uh, almost six years ago that I had bought the business from my father called Adam's Ice Service. And so where I kind of got in this whole online entrepreneur endeavors and, and doing what I do with TV today was one day while delivering ice, I came up with this idea. And that was what I talked about, I think, in 2015, this idea called Arctic Stick. So a product to cool and flavor drinks. And so that invention led me to, on the last leg of funding for that idea, go to Kickstarter. So I did a Kickstarter campaign, had success with that, but I realized that other people needed help. So I ended up going on and, and crowdfunding a bunch of endeavors. So I made it my own company called Keys of the Crowd. We were raising money. We raised money for John Lee Dumas for the Freedom Journal. We raised money with Kevin Harrington Shark Tank. We raised money for the Thinking Rich movie. And then I started raising money for my own endeavors. And, uh, well, led me to getting more into the video space. But it all started with delivering ice. Who would have thought? Delivering ice to an invention to crowdfunding and now TV. That is absolutely fantastic. And we explored a lot of this on previous episodes. So for those of you that want to go back and explore that, you can go on iTunes, find Success Profiles Radio, download and subscribe. Why not? It's free, right? So you can listen to any previous episode and you can find all the entries that have Brandon T. Adams and you can listen to whichever episode you'd like. I would love to talk a little bit about your crowdfunding with John Lee Dumas. He has a show called Entrepreneur on Fire. He had a book called The Freedom Journal and you helped him crowdfund a book. A lot of people probably don't think about doing that, but it was really successful. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I guess before I even get to that, the quick thing I want to share about this opportunity is how I got the opportunity to actually work with John Lee Dumas, which... I will really say was the foundation of my career. Yeah. So it was doing a podcast show like this. And, and one thing you always do, Brian, is you always say, how can I help you and add value? And for me, I did the same thing. I got done interviewing John. And at the end of the show, I said, Hey, how can I help you? I said, I'm a crowdfunding expert. But at that time I had done like two campaigns and I said, I have a book on it, which I did, which I think a book is so powerful for your brand. Yep. And uh, I said, how can I help you? And he said, well, I'm looking to do a crowdfunding campaign and talk about the power of asking and just telling somebody how you can help them. And little did I know that would turn into doing a campaign and five months later, making it the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a book. So always tell people how you can help them because you never know when they might need your help. And so we went to do that campaign and the success of it came from honestly just pure preparation and put in the work. John Lee Dumas is one of the hardest workers I know. Mm -hmm. And we we prepared through our, our, our marketing campaigns. And also he had an email list. So he was, he was preparing his audience a months in advance. He was offering, uh, even for people before we launched, it was like a first 10 days free of the book. And getting all these people excited and building up that hype. For crowdfunding, you have to build up hype. You have to build up excitement and let them know about what's happening. Because if they don't know, they don't know to back your campaign. So then we launched the campaign and the timing was perfect. Timing is another component of, of doing a fundraising campaign. And so the book, if you have not got it yet, the Freedom Journal, it helps you set and accomplish your 100-day goals. And so we launched it on January 4th, which is right after the pl planning your whole New Year's resolution. So it was perfect timing. Everybody's thinking about setting their goals for the year. So this book was like the perfect thing to have at that time in their life. So because of that, we launched it and with uh, reaching out to a lot of marketing partners and a lot of work. I mean, 
we raised, I couldn't believe it. It was in 33 hours, we raised over $100,000. And then by the time the, the clock hit zero, 33 days later, we had done $453,000 in 33 days. We sold tens of thousands of books. And we also built two schools for Pencils of Promise. So that was another wow. cool component. Just it, it, it was cool for me to see being able to use my specialized knowledge in crowdfunding to, to help somebody like John Lagunas, but also to to get back. And and I'll never forget that. That was literally the start of my career. And I'm forever thankful for John letting me be a part of that and, and what it's done. Great. So real quickly, what is the best advice you have for someone who wants to do a crowdfunding campaign? You can't just put it on there and say, ta-da, here I am and expect it to go viral. Yeah, I'll give you the best advice here in like 60 seconds. First yes. off, prepare for it. Put your work in. You have to build up your list, your email list. You have to prepare the audience for the launch. The next one is your marketing plan. You have to market to the max. Social media, Facebook, emails, put money into ads, actually invest in your campaign. The next one is telling a story. Tell a story through your page, through your video. Have a great quality video. And the last one where a lot of people fail is deliver value. People are going to give you money, but you have to give them a product or something of value in return. They're not just going to donate to you. You have to give them something valuable where they feel like it's a great deal and they want to back your campaign. If you follow that and you follow the principles that you'll find success in crowdfunding. That's fantastic. And a lot of people don't do things because they don't know how, but sometimes you just have to figure it out or ask someone who's done it before. Exactly. Find, find somebody who's already done it. And learn from them because when I had first done my campaign before I was an expert, I just launched it and I worked my butt off. But I will tell you that when I did that, it was so hard. Like we worked for the money that we raised for that first campaign. And that's when I realized like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I started studying it. So find an expert's already done it because honestly, without an expert on board, it's very difficult for you to find success in crowdfunding. Absolutely. We've got a couple minutes or so to our first break. This is your fifth time on the show. You've come a long, long way since we've known each other. I have too, but I'm really impressed with your journey. What do you think is the secret to achieving great success? <laughs> Surround yourself with the right people. You know that more than anything. And honestly, I got to say back to you, Brian, it's been fun to watch you with growing your magazine and show. It's, it's inspiring for me. But I would say the biggest thing is who you surround yourself with and who you're getting advice from. That's the biggest component. And just being in a positive atmosphere, because who you surrounded yourself with on a regular basis will ultimately determine where you go. Right. And it's not only your peer group, but you have to have a have to have a really great team around you to support and help you with the things that you either don't want to do or can't do yourself. hundred percent. Do what you know. And when you don't know, find the experts. I always say, like, figure out your specialized knowledge. Go in on that. And then things that you don't like to do or take up too much of your time or you're just not the best and find other partners whether that's employees or just key business partners or, or associates, affiliates that can help you. And, and then it'll make life easier for you. Just focus in on the one thing that you want to focus on. Absolutely. We've got about a minute or so to our break. Who was your first mentor in business? My father was my first mentor that taught me a young age, but my first real mentor is like a millionaire entrepreneur was Cactus Shack Behringer, who taught me a lot. 90% marketing, 10% product is what he said. I learned so much from him. Uh, yeah. And that ultimately led me to, well, Kevin Harrington as a mentor. Absolutely. Now, Cactus Jack appeared on Shark Tank, didn't he? He was season one of Shark Tank. He made a deal with Barbara Corkin and Kevin Harrington. Um, and yes, it, he had the body jack. But he's one of the greatest inventors of all time. He's got, I don't know how many inventions. One invention made him over $10 million. 
That is absolutely crazy. We are here with Brandon T. Adams. This is his fifth appearance on Success Profiles Radio. We have so much to talk about. In the next segment, we are going to talk about his brand new TV show, which he and his wife put together and spent over a year filming and doing things for. It's called Success in Your City. And I cannot wait to dive into this a little bit more when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We're going to come back right on the other side. And again, subscribe to download, download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio. You won't be sorry. We'll be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Brian K. Wright, Success Profiles Radio, and I just want to let you know something. Togenet Radio is partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian, that's B-R-I-A-N, to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through Toginet Radio. We've negotiated special rates just for you at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. Bestradiotravel.com can beat the best prices offered by by any other major travel booking website. Please go to www.bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian. Sign up and enjoy the discounts right now. Once again, that is bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And my very special guest this week is Brandon T. Adams. If you have not gotten my most recent book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers. It featured experts such as Jack Canfield, Laurel Langmire, Tom Ziegler, Darren Hardy, Fantastic, based on interviews from the show, and I've compiled them all in one place. In fact, Volume 2 is coming out in a few weeks. I'm doing the final read-through for Volume 2, and that's going to feature Kevin Harrington, Jonathan Horton, Marshall Silver, Annex Singal, Chris Powell, and a whole bunch of great people that you may know and love already, but I can't tell you how excited I am. So, Brandon, let's talk about your TV show, Success in Your City. Where did the idea for this come from? <laughs> like all ideas, on a beach, having a pina colada in Puerto Rico. <laughs> no, nice. but really that's where it came from. Uh, if you think about it, we all have all these ideas and 
sometimes they happen when we're having some drinks or having fun. And usually those ideas go nowhere and they're the best ideas. And my wife and I were sitting there for her, I think it was 28th birthday. And uh, this was in, it was June 9th of 2017, sitting in Puerto Rico. And we're thinking about what we're going to do next. And, you know, I saw an article Mark Cuban put out one time and it said, live in five cities before you turn 25. And it always stuck with me. I don't know why that stuck with me. And I always said, mm. I remember saying to people like, oh, one day I want to travel at 12 cities in a year. And so we came up with this idea. Why don't we go travel in 12 cities? And then I said, well, why don't we film a show? Because I just got done doing ambitious adventures and we weren't going to do another season. I thought, well, why not go do a show? And, and that brainstorming session turned into the idea for doing a show. And we didn't know the name of the show at that time. And um, we, we took action on it. We had to find an advisory board and team. So I went to my mentor, Kevin Harrington. He came on board. Jeff Hoffman of Priceline came on board. And our director, Sean Bella, had come on board uh, because he had worked with us for Ambitious Adventures. And uh, we brought our team together. And it was after that idea. So that was in June. So figure it was like seven months later, we, we traveled to our first city of Scottsdale, Arizona to pursue it. Um, and the show is the whole premise of the show is is my wife and I traveling around the country, learning from different success stories and trying to figure out our, what success even means. And the purpose is to share with the viewers different versions of success. You know, society and even with social media, people think, well, success is you got to have a lot of money or you have to maybe got to be famous or whatever it is. And those by no means or ever. I mean, I love money. All those things are great. But those alone will not make you happy and from what we've learned from people. And so what we do is give people a different perspective on what success means. And our goal is to help them figure out their own version of success. And so we, our first episode, which you were at the, the premiere or not the premiere, but the, the boys and girls club event we did. So it was yep. in Scottsdale, Arizona. We featured Shea Hillenbrand, the baseball player's story, how he went from a two-time all-star to losing everything um, to coming back. And now he's a speaker. Um, and, and we did a boys and girls club fundraiser that week. And, and so that was our first episode and we went on, we didn't get 12, but we did get five different cities, five episodes for season one. And, uh, so that just quick, the cities were Scottsdale, Arizona, Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, and Nashville, Tennessee. And we learned from so many amazing people and man, it was, it was quite the journey, Brian. Uh, we learned a lot. We personally learned a lot and we're excited to share this with the world because it, it just it's cool to see people achieving their own version of success from a baseball player that had had everything in the world, 20 million in the bank, and he wasn't even happy towards the end of his career at baseball. And yeah. he lost himself after he left and 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 then he came back and, and realized speaking was his thing to a guy that was homeless and he ended up going from homeless to a award-winning orchestra and speaker and violinist and then to a real estate couple that literally started out of their closet and, and literally they were, their office was in a closet. That's what they had at the time. And they're sweeping floors and do what they could. And now they got one of the top in Austin uh, to women that are using their story to, to really help other women and uh, even a singer in Nashville. So we got different perspectives from athletes to musicians, to business people. And, and it, it was just a load of fun, but it, it was cool to see all these different stories. And I'll tell you, Brian, that travel, is needed for everybody. Travel yeah. opens up your eyes to what's possible. It, it gives you inspiration for your own business or whatever endeavors you're going on. And and so, yeah, that's that's the premise of the show. And in 38 days, we're going to be releasing it. 
That is so awesome and amazing. There's a lot more that goes into making a TV show than one might think. Tell us about that. <laughs> um, well, it's not easy. Uh, people think, I laugh, Brian, or people are like, well, I want to create a show and I have this cool idea. And so do I just pitch it to a network and we, uh, we'll get the funding and we'll shoot a pilot and we'll just take it. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. I mean, very few people ever get a pilot funded. And I've never got a pilot funded. Actually, any show I've ever done, we found ways to self-fund or crowdfund it. Um, for one, the biggest thing is how do you fund it? So, like, how do you fund? It's expensive to fly out a film crew to bring in the best of the best and to actually film it and find scenes and locations. So that, for one, is an obstacle. Two is, I mean, everyday life, if you're just, like, filming, like, reality shows, you think about it. Like, everything's usually set up. Like, if you just go and film everything and don't plan anything, it doesn't come out very good. And it's not entertaining or something that people want to watch. So you have to figure a way to create a storyline that is true to the story, but also intrigues the listeners it, or, or the people watching. It keeps their attention and there's momentum build up. So it's like the start and then the end. So how does it, how do you go from your start to build up, build up into the finale of the episode and make it where it's intriguing for people to watch the whole 28 or 35 minute episode. So that's one thing in itself. That's where professional writers come in and having a very professional team, a cinematographer and director um, and, and finding the talent. So my yeah. wife and I did the casting. We, I honestly, social media is huge. Like I'll do a post like, Hey, who has an interesting story in Austin, Texas? People comment who has an interesting story in this city. It did help that I had a lot of connections through all the events I'd put on over the last few years, Yes, but it still was difficult. I mean, and even when you go into a city you've never been to, so we were living in these cities. So I'll give you an example. One of the biggest obstacles we had is when we went to Boston, Massachusetts, we went there and when we got into the city, we didn't know where we were going to stay. We had four, three weeks until we were filming and we were going to leave in four weeks. So we literally had to find a place to stay. We had to find scenes. We had to figure all this out, flew in our crew, filmed. And literally from day one that we got into the city to day 28, we left. Like we pulled off filming an entire episode in that time frame, which I don't, I don't even know how we did it. But wow. I found out that when you're pushed to do something and you have – literally there is no op other option than figure it out, you figure it out. And so, yeah, it, it, best tips. You want to go create your own show, find a great cinematographer, um, find a great story writer, and, and really somebody that's obviously good in front of the camera – and find intriguing stories or something that people are going to watch. Who is your market? Who will watch your show? And that's eyeballs. So you figure out those are eyeballs. Well, how can we find people that would want to sponsor the show to get in front of those eyeballs? Who's going to sponsor? Who's going to fund it? Yeah. Finding sponsors, I'm sure, is very challenging because they want to know how many people are going to see this. Uh, yeah. What's your distribution going to be like? And you don't always know the answers to those questions first. So is there an order? in which you need to do some of these things, a sequence? It, it's so hard, Ryan, because when people shoot pilots, what they do is they shoot a pilot, they pitch it to a network, and then the network gives them the funding to go film it, and they'll release on the network. Mm. But for us, when we went to do Successor City, we had no network deal. We, I mean, we said, like, hey, here's where we'd like to have it. But we did have our own networks of partners uh, that had millions of dollars on social media that we could promote to. But it's very difficult because most people would say, okay, come back in season two. And so season one, it's like, how do you get people to really believe in your vision? Because right. you don't know how many people are going to see it. You don't. And, and that was the biggest obstacle for us. And well, luckily enough, like 
ironic enough, we end up a lot of the, the sponsors between us funding a lot of the show on our, with our own money. We had a lot of real estate agents in different cities across the country, specifically in Keller Williams, that helped fund. They sponsored the show, and so that was intriguing. That was that was cool to see. But we did find sponsors, but it was still difficult because shows like this, people, heck, it could cost as much as a hundred, hundred fifty thousand per episode yeah. to film. And so, yeah, it's it's definitely I, I would advise. There's not many people I know that could pull off the things that we did and. Even in the process, there was a lot of obstacles that really hard to overcome. And sometimes we thought we we're going to have to throw in the towel. Wow, absolutely. And uh, you you do a charitable component for each episode. I, I attended the Boys and Girls Club thing here in the Phoenix area, and that was really fantastic. But you did something like that in every city, right? Yes. Yeah, so there was some kind of component. Every city was different. Um, everything that we do, we want to figure ways to give back. And so we want to make an impact. It's more than just filming an episode. Honestly, it's it's through educating people and giving back to the communities and helping build up the community. So when Scottsdale was raised almost $40,000 for the Boys and Girls Club in a few weeks, which was so amazing. The next city, we raised money for Kane Cares. It's a nonprofit that helps renovate homes in need. Uh, so that was one of the things we did. We actually went in and you'll see this in the episode. We renovated a, a home in 48 hours. Like we they roofing, like landscaping, put in floors, you name it. I mean, wow. believe it or not, I put in some new floors, like of all people. I'm not very uh, educated in the area, but I did it. And uh, so things like that in Boston, uh, I donated my time and went and spoke to different groups. Uh, every city we found something we could do to give back, whether it was our time, it was our ability to raise money, our relationships. And I think no matter what you do, there should be some kind of component that is giving back. Because that's ultimately what we found is what makes people really happy when they can give their talents or resources and money to help other people. Absolutely. We got about a minute and a half to our next break. How do you pick the people that you spotlighted? You mentioned that you put out a call on social media, but out of the people who responded, what was your criteria for who you wanted to use? You know, going and doing it, we didn't always know. It came down to really our our gut instinct, first impression. Uh, just from how their aura, we had a series of questions we asked them. Um, I did a lot of research on them, Facebook, yeah. social media, stalking, I guess. But I wanted sure. to see who they were as people. And the people that really wanted to get back and make an impact end up being the ones. And the ones that had a great story are the ones that we end up picking that because we knew they could really make an impact when people watch the show. Fantastic. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Brandon T. Adams. We were talking about how he and his wife put together their new TV show called Success in your city. And we're going to talk about this topic more when we come back. I'm going to ask him how you find distribution partners, what it's like to pitch a TV show. And he won an Emmy. I'm going to ask him, how does somebody get nominated for that? And obviously winning it is somebody else's decision, but you have to put yourself in a position to win. So I'm going to ask how we did that. And we're going to talk about the premiere for the opening episode in Scottsdale here in just a few weeks. We're going to talk about all of this and so much more. I'm going to ask him about creating a brand. I'm going to ask him about his podcast. I'm going to talk about having a championship mindset. We're going to talk about mentors, influential books, and all the things that we love talking about on Success Profiles Radio. We'll be right back. Please don't go away. We'll be back on the other side.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Brandon T. Adams. Again, download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes. And if you have not picked up Success Profiles Conversations with High Achievers, you can do that on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever fine books are sold. And so we're talking with Brandon about his show, Success in Your City. And one thing that I want to ask is about distribution, because when you put together a show, you have to have somewhere to put it. But it's not as easy as it sounds, is it? No, it's not. Uh, well, here's here's for one, we all have become our own. Like we all really can have our own reality TV show in a way. Social media. Think about it. Like if you're getting, and I, I encourage all people to do this to help build their brand influence online. Talk about what you know. Share your life on Instagram stories, Snapchat, Facebook stories, Facebook lives, video content. Because when people build trust with you and know who you are, they're more likely to work with you. And I mean, really, you can really build a pretty substantial audience on social media. So that's one way, using social media to do it. Other outlets, like for me, I was going for the big TV outlets, whether ABC, NBC, and and Kevin Harrington, since he was our, our executive producer, he has connections with that. But it's finding the problem with the network is these bigger networks, they want to take more control, but also they want the show to go a certain way. So, for example, some of the people we were having conversations with, they, they wanted the show to go in a direction that wasn't aligned with our version of success for the show. So we weren't willing to give that up. So that makes it difficult at times to be able to, um, to get the right kind of fit. And I want Netflix is a big one that I wanted. I, I think you saw this story on social media. I documented, I flew to Netflix, uh, to the office, showed up and we'll try to get a meeting and, uh, in a nice way, got escorted out because you can't just show up. But I, right. I wanted to go there. But I, from doing that in social media, a lot of people saw it, which led to getting different representation. So the the best way to get, I mean, really, in, in order for you to talk to a big network, you need a, product, a well-known production company or representative that will pitch you mm -hmm. or a showrunner, they call it in TV shows. So if 
finding somebody that has connections in Hollywood or these different networks that will take on your project. They might take a percentage or charge a fee, but they'll pitch it for you and see since the networks have a relationship with them, what will happen is the networks will take the meeting. So that's your gateway in to, to be able to get that meeting and, and show them you have a great show. Now, once you get a distribution deal like that, a major one, that's where it's a lot easier for you to open up other shows. Um, so that's one outlet, but there's opportunities for you to get um, on other platforms. Apple TV has it where it's it's easier for people to get on Apple TV and, and distribute. Um, we're personally choosing, we're going to Amazon Prime route. So we'll be releasing Amazon Prime has over 100 million members. So going and, and, and having our show go on that platform, I'm really excited for that. Um, but long story short, if you can't get the huge network deal, like the ones online, we come in, we're in a world now that social media is so big. Like you can honestly on social media reach more people sometimes than the actual network deals can get. Because think about it. People aren't all watching TV anymore. They're on right. social media. They're watching their, their phones. So that's where we really decided, okay, let's think outside the box and yes. utilize social media to be able to, so we all have the opportunity to really create our own reality TV show. It just depends on what level it is and how many people will be watching yeah. So when you pitch a TV show, what do they want? They, I mean, they want to know what's their eyeballs, who's their audience, um, who's going to be watching the show. Because for them, it's they want to know who your target audience is, and and then they can sell marketers. So like, let's say Netflix, if they know it's going to be millennials, this twenty eight to thirty five, then they're going to think, okay, we're going to go to, and I'm just throwing out there, we're going to go to Coke, and Coke's going to pay us two hundred fifty grand to help fund this because they're going to, we're going to put a scene where there's a Coke product. So if you ever watch stranger things on Netflix, um, when I watch shows now, I look at it from a TV producer perspective. They had two different scenes. Like they literally probably wrote certain scenes in favor of Coke, like a Coke product or the Eggos, Lego, the Eggo, like the, the waffles. Literally there was a scene in there. So figuring out who your market is so they know. And also, who is your partners are going to help you get it out there? Because they want to know that the people that have the show, how are they going to help push the show out? So it's an audience. So if you don't have a major audience, who are some partners that you can get on board that will push it to their audience? So it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And also sometimes it's just they like the content and the quality of the show. Timing sometimes works out. And, and certain networks have certain preferences. And it could be just the right timing for them. It, it might not be. So – it's a numbers game. You got to reach out to a lot of people and find somebody that's looking for the kind of show that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So, Brandon, you won an Emmy. Congratulations. <clears throat> Thank you. My wife. And, yes. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yes. And it was for the first episode of the show. It was for the Shea Helm brand story. So, yes, the first episode um, won uh, is an Emmy Award in the Suncoast region. So it's. Uh, yeah, we on the Shea Hillbrand story, what we did is we created a mini documentary beyond the episode that will be released the next month. We created a mini documentary on Shea's story, which we submitted, and and yeah, we, we won Emmy Awards for it. Great. How do you put yourself in a position to be able to win? You have to apply for it, right? You have to apply. You have to have a great content. So like there's different categories. There's promotional categories, documentary, shows, you name it. And so you got to apply in certain categories. You also have to have great content. It's got to be really good content. The visual side. I mean, I've also judged multiple times, judge Emmys, and I've won Emmys. So judging when you see what you're looking for personally helps you kind of understand what they want. So Sean Vella, our director, is a 13-time Emmy Award winner. He is the one that worked with us from a submitting. He also edited it. So it comes down to great editing, great shots, and then submitting in the right category 
And then from there, I mean, it comes up to the judges. I mean, for one, you get nominated. So they think it's whether it's Emmy worthy or they think it's all right. And then after you get through that process, then it goes to the next round. And at that point, they'll decide because being Emmy nominated is huge. Mm-hmm. For Ambitious Adventures, the Hollywood episode, we got won an Emmy nomination. We didn't win an Emmy, but we got nominated. Now, Success Your City, we Emmy nomination, and then um, we went on to, the, to Florida, and there was about 1,000 people at the ceremony. And when you hear those words, your name and winning an Emmy award is probably one of the best feelings you can have because it's like, holy moly, we spent all this time on this show, and and like it's recognizing your work. And it's one of the most prestigious awards you can have in this space. Um, so yeah, have a great team, tell a great story. And, and, and it really comes down to kind of a little bit of luck too. It's like, well, will they pick mine or will they pick somebody else's? <laughs> right. Absolutely. So the premiere is in Scottsdale in October. Tell us about that. October, Thursday, October 24th, we're doing a theater premiere a, a, a first time ever showing the episode of the Shayla and story. And we're doing a growth event a series. So speakers are going to be my wife and I. Sean Bell, our director, and also Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, going to be speaking. We're doing a red carpet premiere, so you dress up and walk the red carpet, take pictures. Uh, it's all taking place Thursday, October 24th at the Roadhouse Theater. We're so excited because Scottsdale was our first city we went to, first episode, and it's two years in the making. We're finally yeah. releasing this uh, this show for the world, and we're excited for everybody to see it. Absolutely. The premiere event has to be as memorable as the show, right? You're making an event out of this. Oh, we're we want to make it more than just a release. We want it to be education, learning, and it, it, what better idea could you have than having the original people that are in the episode to come back and speak and uh, just recognize that and, and share value. I mean, coming back from where we were at the Boys and Girls Club, we didn't have some of the people from the Boys and Girls Club that are going to be attending. So uh, it's going to be like a family reunion almost. Yeah, absolutely. And there's going to be a red carpet and there's going to be speakers and, and a showing. You've rented out two theaters, right? Yeah, so we have two theater rooms in the Roadhouse Theater. Shout out to Roger. He's one of the owners of theater. He, he really believed in our vision, and we've been working with him, a great guy. And so what we did is uh, he we worked out to have for two theaters for the showing. And then after we show it, we're going to do networking. I'm big on networking, and our goal is to have everybody that comes walk away with at least 10 contacts that can help them with their own goals so our whole thing is like what we want people to talk about what success means to them while they go on the red carpet and then we want to help them achieve it from this event and and we want them to learn from shay's story and other people's stories so i i don't know where anybody else want to be on that that time literally uh the 24th you're going to want to be in scottsdale arizona we're all going to be there it's going to be fun and you're going to be there too so why wouldn't they want to come see you buddy right why wouldn't they want to come and see me right (laughs) That is awesome. So I don't know if the question is premature or not, but is there going to be a second season? Well, we're we're getting season one out. And yes, I'm I'm looking into the next steps for that. But I will tell you that we have events already planned in 2020. That is absolutely fantastic. I love that. So let's talk about branding, because this is a big piece to your overall brand. I mean, there's always something very methodical and strategic behind everything you do, Brandon. So talk to us about what goes into building a memorable brand. Yeah, I mean, your brand is who you are, what you stand for, what you put out to the world. Uh, One key component, I mean, I have this whole thing on building your brand. Uh, So the acronym brand, book B is books and blogs, R is recording video, A is audio, speaking, podcasting, N is networking events, D is delivering value. 
the first one, which you do very well, the book side. Mm-hmm. When you have a book and you publish it and author it, it, it's one of the biggest components to building your brand, building your authority of figure. Don't give a business card. I'll give out your book. So a book is a big component. I did that early on in 2015. And now next month we're releasing our book, The Road to Success, that goes in with the show. My wife and I both wrote that. So a book, if you haven't wrote a book yet, you're listening to this right now, go write a book. Smart. Just do it. Uh, Video, I think, is one of the biggest things, too. Um, Why four or five years ago I really went in on video content is because I saw what it was doing. It's uh, Social media is rewarding video content even more than pictures. So when you can create content that shows people who you are, what you do, and how you can help them share your expertise – they watch it over time. They build trust with you. They learn from you. And then when they need you, they'll work with you. So video, I think, is one of the biggest ways to build your brand online. Um, what you're doing here, podcasting, is a great way. You're building your audience. Doing podcasting, I, I've got a show that's got over 400 episodes now that uh, has allowed me to do interviewing with people where I get to learn from them. So yeah. having your own podcast show, speaking to groups. Heck, I, I'm, I think I'm speaking in six different events in the next eight weeks. So every time I go and speak to a group, People get to learn from me, and then it could lead to clients. It builds your brand. And uh, put on your own events in other ways, you know, too. It's another great way to just show that you're the expert in your space. These are all things I've done to build my brand. But one last thing, adding value. When you add massive value to your audience, to your clients, to your mentors, they will will help you in return. Always over-deliver, and they'll never forget you. And, And that's one thing I've always lived by. If you do all those things, you can build a brand that's very substantial and allow you to literally do whatever you want in your space. Yeah, absolutely. Less than a minute to our next break. What is the biggest risk that you've taken in business? <laughs> uh, well, if you call it a risk, uh, doing the show, going in and literally stopping everything and traveling the country. And last year, literally, we sold our house. We sold most of our things. I've sold two businesses and went all in on the show. And we were even getting married last year. So this show has been one of the hugest, like, I don't, if you want to call it risk taking, like I, we just believed in it. We went all in and that's where it's at. The yeah. show has been a crazy ride, man. One of the craziest rides I've ever had in entrepreneurship. That's fantastic. And we're coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this is going. We are having such a great time with Brandon T. Adams. And we talked about success in your city, the TV show, and it's going to be available just in a very, very few weeks. Can't wait to see the first episode of that. And when we come back, we will come down the stretch. And this is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We'll come right back. motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. 
keep a secret? Apparently, most women can't. According to a London study, on average, a woman can only keep a secret for about 32 minutes. One in ten women quizzed said they'd had a falling out with a friend over letting secrets slip. Plastic surgery, people involved in dalliances, canoodling, and relationship problems topped the list shared in Hugger Mugger. Did Britons gossip more than Americans? Probably not, but they certainly read more tabloids. What's a word for the enjoyment of reading about another's troubles? Schadenfreude. A quidnunc is another word for gossip. And Alice Roosevelt Longworth said it best at a dinner party. If you can't say something good about someone, sit right here by me. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Brandon Adams. And down the stretch we come, download and subscribe to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes. It's free. Leave a review if you'd like. I would love that very much. So, Brandon, let's talk about building a championship mindset because you have to have your mind right or your day is just not going to go right. Yeah, mindset's everything. And, and I, we all as humans struggle with this with our own obstacles. I mean, you'd be lying if you said you didn't have obstacles because we all have them. Right. Um, and it's fighting those negative thoughts in your head. And sometimes things come up like, during your day. For me personally, what I've used to deal with stress and 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 things that come at me is I exercise, uh, going to the gym, uh, working out or going for a run, things that keep my mind off of things. It's actually proven uh, when you exercise, there's a certain part of your brain that engages that sparks creativity and ideas. So that's one thing I do. Um, setting your goal. I talked about the Freedom Journal with John Lee Dumas before. Um, one thing he's learned from interviewing like 2,000 people is the biggest key to success is uh, entrepreneurs set and accomplish their goals. They set daily, weekly, monthly goals. So setting goals, setting what you're going to do for the day. If you're going to do five calls, 10 reach outs, whatever you're going to do, and knowing exactly what you want. Um, so that's big too. And, and, and just honestly, it's figuring out your routine. I mean, it's hard when you travel. It can be difficult at times. But having certain mantras you do, I do affirmations, I do hot, cold shower in the morning, which jolts your body, which is fun, um, and just really believe in yourself. I know that sounds so cliche, and everybody says that, but it really is. It's If you believe in what you're doing, you believe in your product and your offering, other people will see that conviction on your face, and they'll be a lot more likely to work with you or even fight for you in whatever you're doing. So believe in yourself because once you believe in yourself, others will believe in you, and that's how you build a tribe. That's how you build a following. That's how you get things done that you want in life. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So let's talk about something else that you and I have not talked about on the show before. Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy. You were in a movie. Yes, yes. Great movie. Um, it's in like three languages now. It's been seen by millions of people. It's in Czech Republic. It's in Spanish. It's in, yeah, there's definitely – you can go watch me in Spanish. Um and uh, in English, but uh, that released in 2017. I'm the youngest guy in it. Uh, I was 27 when we I interviewed for him. 29 now, but um, that uh, a lot of great people in that movie. It's it's based on Think and Go Rich, the book by Napoleon Hill. So it's theatrical scenes, and then it's interviews from people that have lived their life on the book. So 
I mean, it's uh, Bob Proctor, Grant Cardone, Bob, Barbara Corkin, Kevin Harrington, all these other people are in the movie. And so that now it was on Amazon Prime, but I, I can't see all the details. I believe there's some big distribution things happening right now with it that'll be coming out soon. But great movie that's helped a lot of people. And it's I still get people that'll reach out and they'll be like, hey, I saw you or they'll send me a picture and, yeah. and say they, they love the, the movie. But yeah, it's, it's cool to see. That was a cool legacy thing for me because that book changed my life and I read it when I was 21. Yeah, yeah. And I saw the movie. It was fantastic. Your part was really great. Mm-hmm. And the value of putting yourself out there in so many ways leads to opportunities being attracted to you. This would not have been possible had you not laid the groundwork by doing everything else first, right? I mean, the reason why I got a part of that is, for one, they saw me on a Facebook Live and they reached out, the people that were the original producers, and then I added value. So they saw my background in crowdfunding. So I literally used my expertise in crowdfunding to help them raise almost $400,000 for the movie. Um, and, and then that resulted in me becoming an associate producer and being a part of it and meeting Napoleon Hill's grandson. And yeah, I mean, it came down, literally, I applied the principles of thinking rich to be a part of it. I, I built up my specialized knowledge in crowdfunding. I added value to them. I helped them. I raised money for them. And that became a huge part of my, uh, just career. It, it was, uh, so cool thinking back on it now. Um, uh, but yeah, it's everybody, if you haven't, if you have not watched yet, Thinking Grow Rich the Legacy, Google it, watch the movie. It's a great movie. Fantastic. And of course, Thinking Grow Rich is your favorite book. And you've taken so many lessons from it. Just real quickly, what are maybe some of the very top lessons that you've learned from that book and continue to apply today? Yeah, take action. Um, you have to take massive action in life. If you don't take action, you're not going to get it. It starts with an idea. You have an idea, but then you got to actually pursue the idea. So the action really gets what you want. Your, thought, your thoughts determine what you want. Your action determines what you get. Um, a burning desire for something, you got to be really passionate, believe it in, almost like I say, die for it. And you got to burn your ships and not look back, go all in on something. And when you do that, things will fall into place. Um, really, for me, in the book, there's a Thinking Rich Legacy James Whitaker wrote that goes alongside the movie. I'm in the chapter with Warren Moon. It's it's called Persistence. Yeah. Persistence. Ah, man. Most sales I've done in, in life have come from three or four or five no's. It's proven that most sales come between the seventh and 19th time you approach somebody. So persistence is key. And then I said before, the mastermind group, who you yeah. surround yourself with will decide what you get. Those principles have been everything for me since I read that book, heck, nine years ago. Yeah. It completely changed my life. Yeah. So if someone wants to work with you or learn more about you, are you coaching, doing mastermind groups? Yes, yes. I. I do success masterminds and I teach on video marketing and branding. Honestly, the best way to get a hold of me, find me on all social media at Brandon T. Adams. I reply to all messages. Um, Instagram, I really love. Just literally message me. I mean, people want to email me, Brandon at Brandon T. Adams, but I follow, I, I engage with people on social media. I love Instagram right now. I think it's a huge platform. It has a lot of opportunity for people. If you're not on it, get on it. If you're not doing Instagram stories or uh, Instagram lives or IGTV, do it. It'll really help your business. Fantastic. What has surprised you the most about entrepreneurship? You know, it, things always take longer than you expect. That it just it is what it is. It's always harder than you think. You're going to be tested. There, literally, you're going to be tested, and you're going to want to quit many times. That's why it's important to surround yourself with the right people. Um, and honestly, it, it's so difficult. It's it, but honestly, if you didn't, if it wasn't hard, what would be worth the glory of that that award? Like, let's say it's Emmy Award or whatever you get. 
once you win it and you look back on everything you had to do to get there, it, you appreciate that much more. If it was just given to you, you you would appreciate it for what it is, which is you didn't do anything for it. So um, it, it's going to be hard, It's it's but I'll tell you it's worth it. If you yeah. stick with something long enough and keep going, it is definitely worth it on the entrepreneurship journey. Fantastic. Advice to entrepreneurs who might be struggling right now. <clears throat> Listen to podcasts, watch videos, know that life is short, just go after things you want. Um, I, one best advice, honestly, the quickest way to the top, figure out what you want, find somebody who's already done it, a mentor or something, figure a way to help that mentor, help them solve their goals, help them make them money or hire them and just learn from them. Or heck, go work for them for six months for free. It's yeah. not free because by learning from them, you add enough value to them, they'll probably have you work with them, which could result to you eventually doing your own thing. So find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve, learn from them, follow in their footsteps and do it in your own way. Absolutely. And one of my favorite mantras is if you're struggling in business, I reckon you better go sell something. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Uh, uh, you know, I think maybe tra traveling the country and, and not knowing where I was going to be next and selling our home and not knowing where to go back to next. And that was that was pretty scary. Like really putting literally all our money and time and energy into one thing. It's uh, crazy, man. But it you know, great things come from it. Absolutely. We know the Think and Grow Rich is your most impactful book that you've ever read. What are maybe two or three others that have really made a difference for you? I'm, I'm looking at them right now. Uh, I would say uh, one good book is, or good book. The One Thing by Gary Keller is a great book. Yeah. I uh, really like The Angel by Jason Calacanis. If you ever looking to invest in the books or, or invest in the entrepreneurs, that is. Um, and, and I could, oh, well, Steve Jobs. Uh, that's a, a good one. It's like a 24-hour audio book. That's a good one. And then one other one is, uh, how, what is oh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Oh, two more. Sharon Lecter and The Outwitting the Devil is really, really good. And The Laws of Success by Napoleon Hill. Oh, absolutely. What is the greatest habit that has fueled your success? Uh, discipline, mantras, and going to the gym. Honestly, going to the gym and um, my, my wife. Uh, my wife is, without her, I don't know where I'd be. Absolutely. If you could give advice to the 18-year-old version of yourself, what would you tell him? <laughs> find a mentor, find somebody who's achieved what you want to achieve, learn from them, go work for them for a year for free. Honestly, add so much value to them and soak everything up and they will get you to the top quicker than anything could ever get you there. Would your 18-year-old self have listened to that? Oh, I, I don't know at 18, I was in a different mindset, but I'd go, if I could go back in time, I'd smack myself in the head and say, go do this. Um, I wish I would. If my 18-year-old self, if I go back, I'd say I would smack him with the book, Thick and Rich. I'd say, read this, live it, and do that for the rest of your life, and you'll be successful. Awesome. If you were starting over today, knowing what you know right now, what would you do differently? Honestly, I, I, I don't think I would do anything differently. If I would have started earlier, I would have created more video content earlier. That's what I would have done. Um, that would be it. I mean, I learned so much from my failures. Awesome. What is the biggest bucket list item that you have yet to fulfill? Ah, um, get get uh, success in your city on Netflix and uh, get a major distribution deal. That is awesome. We've got a couple minutes or so to the end. Who inspires and motivates you? My wife, uh, Napoleon Hill, Kevin Harrington, Jeff Hoffman, and uh, yeah, that's that's my inspiration. Absolutely. How do you connect to high-profile people? Add value, make them money. That's huge. <laughs> that is huge. Go go with the idea of giving something first. Yeah, and do it nonstop for months. 
Yeah, that's that's how I got connected to Kevin Harrington. Somebody connected us and I had him on my show. And then when I was ready to do my magazine, I wanted him to be my first feature. And I said, hey, Kevin, thank you so much for being on my show six months ago. I'm doing something new. I want you to be a part of this. I will just use the interview that we've already done. No new time. I don't need any extra time from you. I need nothing new from you except for some really great photos. Do you think someone's going to say, of course? Yes, they will. That was a cool issue, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool issue. I debuted that issue at your event. Yes, I'll never forget it. That picture, I still see it every once in a while on his profile. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? It's my favorite, too. And one thing that I loved about that is the photographer at that event snapped a picture of him giving me a high five right before his speech. I did not know that picture was being taken. And today that is still the cover photo on my Facebook profile. Shout out to Chris Lampkins. That was a good one. <laughs> that I there were tears. I will not lie. When I saw uh, that picture, I'm like, I didn't know this was being taken. This is awesome. I love That's it, fantastic. Man. OK, and we've got less than a minute to the end. How can we find you and get a hold of you once again? Yes, everywhere. It is Brandon T. Adams. It only took me four years to get that handle at Brandon T. Adams. That's my name. Um, or go to Brandon T. Adams dot com. Email me Brandon at Brandon T. Adams. Reach out, say hi. Uh, and if anybody reaches out to me and, and says hi and say you heard me on Brian's show, I'll get you access to my book for free. Awesome. And one final thought. Whatever your mind conceives and believes you might have chosen, what do you think about the most way you become? Figure out what you want in life. Surround yourself with the right people and don't quit until you get it. What a beautiful way to close the show. Thank you, Brandon, for being here. You are awesome and amazing once again. And we will come right back next week. Visit us next week at Success Profiles Radio every, every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they did, what they overcame, and how we can learn from them. Until then, take care, everyone. Goodbye. for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Far too many people.